When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Roleplay Retcon does not own any part of the movies that we retcon, nor are we associated with the artists who make them. Also, we're going to say a lot of weird and possibly dirty things, and maybe your kids don't need to hear that. The soundtrack for this series features Keijin Church. Find them at keijinchurch.bandcamp.com or wherever you get music online. Hey y'all, welcome back to Tales from the Cryptid, the podcast where your boy Gaston LaRue, aka your favorite cryptid, talks about creepy shit from the past. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Phantom of the Opera, where we prove once and for all that the phantom ghost from 30 years ago at the Opera Garnier is real. In our previous episode, during the masquerade ball, all seems to be going well, everyone is happy, until the Phantom then came out and made an announcement about how Christine would be the star of his new opera, and the lights went down in the opera house. Christine, you feel a hand enclosed in your hand, and a voice say, Oh, hurry, Christine, we have to get you to safety. Uh, yeah, that sounds reasonable. Uh, where where should we go? What? Uh, I think this way. And you feel the hand just start tugging you in a direction. Uh, Raul, um, May, Wait. are we... We should get out of here. Wait, that is a, a very good idea, Christine. Let us go. Head towards the exit. I reach out and grasp a hand. Did I hear this voice? Did I hear this voice that said, like, hey, we should go? Uh, you're right there, right? Yeah, I guess. We were all kind of standing you know together, what? finally united after being split up once again. I'm going to say that, that the voice was kind of quiet, and there's lots of scrambling and, and yelling and people moving around. And the lights, there, there doesn't seem to be a light source from anywhere, so it's pretty well dark. Um, so why don't you roll to let me know yeah. if you so, heard it. So I'm also going to say, like, <laughs> it, it it seems odd that Raul would be competent enough to know what to do in a crisis situation. So that's suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> um, How dare you, sir? I guess I can't, I can't, I, brain, brains is the only thing I can make. Since I'm trying to, like, figure out if something's up. Uh, what is your brains at? I, I This is my D12, and I get a plus one in it. I'm going to put it at the third bracket. A task or success is certain for characters who are very skilled at it, but not for those who aren't, just because I feel like, uh, you know his voice, and you can figure out things. So we're going to put it at a nine. We're going to put it at the top of the bracket, though. But he's probably good at this kind of thing, though. <laughs> oh, so you're negotiating up, then we'll put it up to a ten. That's not what I was doing. I was saying, <laughs> I was agreeing that that was a good, it's not for sure. Ah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Too late now. No, we'll put it at a nine. Ooh, that's that is easy. Ah, but not easy enough. <laughs> uh -oh. I got a six. Yeah, nothing really bad happens. You just, um, I'm gonna say you just don't you just don't hear it. There's a lot of commotion going on. So, uh, Christine, the the hand starts pulling you a little faster. You're you're jogging now. <laughs> I'll jog along and pull. If Raoul grab my hand, I'll pull him with us. Did he grab your hand? <laughs> I think he tried. <laughs> Let's see. I grabbed somebody's Did hand. I think, we all, yeah. I think we all need to roll to see if we grab some hands. 
We all yeah. need to roll. Okay, so yeah. let's say roll a d6. If it's high, <laughs> you grab a person in the party's hand. If it's low, you grab an outside person's hand. Okay. What are we calling high? Ugh. A strange. Four, five, or six. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to hold hands with a stranger. <laughs> roll a one. <laughs> I rolled a one also. <laughs> yeah. Does, I dropped my does everyone have their buddy? <laughs> I roll a six. <laughs> oh, nice. Whoa. So then we have to figure out whose hand you hold. <laughs> but you didn't. But see, that doesn't work. How does he succeed <laughs> if we don't, if we both fail? Okay. Uh, he holds okay. Meg's hand. Uh, he holds okay. Meg's okay. hand. Yeah. That's it. I know Meg. Okay. So, yeah. um, Daroga, you hold a random stranger's hand. Uh, Christine, you're holding a random stranger's hand. And <laughs> Raul, you're holding Meg's hand. All right. To the exit. Go. This way, Christine. Follow me. <laughs> Raul, what? let's go. We have to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and then you all go in three completely separate situations. You sound like you're getting further away. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and at that moment, the, the person who's holding uh, Daroga's hand... No, we're going to say the person holding... Christine's hand says, let go of me. Uh, Raul, you sound... Sorry. Are you not Raul? You sound like a 35-year-old woman. (laughs) (laughs) You sound so different. Uh, No response there, but the other hand says, hurry, Christine, it's this way. I just let go of the other person. (laughs) Um, uh, yes, where, where are we going? Oh, we're going to the exit here. Are, how can you see? Do you... Who? Sorry, who are you? Uh, why don't you roll charm? Yeah. Hell yeah. Good luck. And we're going to put this charm at... I have a charm. Mm, this is your d21, <laughs> right? No, nope. I have a 10 in charm. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I'm good oh, at running no. away. I'm good at flight. <laughs> uh, I really can't put this lower than a 10. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. But it's going to explode. I know. We're going to put it at a 12. <laughs> we're going to put it at a 12. So a task where a success is impressive, <laughs> but completely expected for characters skilled at it. It's fine. It's going to explode. I know it. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 7. <laughs> Um, the, the person holding your hand says, oh, Christine, it's, it's me. It's Gerard. I work backstage. I saw that you were helpless and I'm trying to help you. Oh, oh, Gerard. Well, uh, thank you. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, I can't see, but I, I know this place pretty well. I think the exit's just over here. Uh, of course. No, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Let's, let's see if we can get outside and try and find the others. Okay, and then you um, go through a doorway. There is a doorway. He opens the door and you go through. Um, but on the other side, there's not really much light either, or any light. Are you sure this was the right way? But he closes the door behind you. Uh, Gerard? We should have named the butler Gerard. <laughs> <laughs> we should have named the butler Gerard. It's too late. I, I know. I'm so sad. So uh, the other person says, no, yeah, I think the lights in all of the theater must be out. Let's keep going. And you're going down a hallway together. I'll follow, just trying to maybe feel with my arm to see if I can get a sense of like where the walls are and how and where we're going. Okay, uh, you reach out and um, you do feel the wall and it feels like a stone wall and why don't you roll for brains (laughs) yep sure uh brains i have the d12 okay we're gonna put this at eight okay 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 come on d12 (laughs) uh it's a six but i'm getting a lot of the um tokens yeah that's true that's true you've already gotten a couple that's good Okay, so only four. Um, yeah, you have no idea where you are. 
do you oh actually nope i thought for a second i might have a uh flashlight in my backpack i do not uh do you do you have a light or anything that would help us see a bit better I left my bag backstage when when I came to the masquerade ball. I I didn't think that I needed it. Oh, just it's all right. We'll we'll find our way. Daroga, you have grabbed uh, someone's hand. Are both of you still there? Both of who? Who are you? <laughs> oh, God. I just like Lego of this person's hand. <laughs> I don't even care who they are. <laughs> Unless you just have, like, the the best NPC of all time. Like, I... raring to go. Unless Alex wants to pull one out of his hat, no, I don't. don't. Don't let him. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I got nothing. Okay. No. And... Just random person. They <laughs> scramble off. Raul. Christine, dragon person, where are you? Person in a dragon costume, looking for you. Roll to see if they can hear you. Uh, okay. Hmm. Is this a brawn? Okay, yeah. If you're trying to really use your lung muscles to push out the sound and project. I don't actually have great brawn. Can I call it a grit instead? How? (sighs) Grit is like staying level-headed under pressure, I guess, so I'm going to, instead of just, I'm going to project, I'm going to project. That doesn't sound very good. <laughs> like, like I'm hearing it, and I'm like, nah, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not convinced. Yeah. Alright, Braun it is. It's not my worst skill, but it is my second worst skill. We're going to put this at an eight. Okay. Well, this will be almost impossible, then. Improbable, unlikely, but never impossible, Mario. All right, I, I got a four. You you project real good, but there's just so much going on. People are starting to get really, really loud and panicky here because um, the doors don't seem to be opening. That's a fire hazard. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. It does seem like a dangerous situation. What do you do next? Uh, you you project that out, but you don't hear a response from Raul. Uh, okay, so I'm going to try to like get the doors open then. How do you find the doors? How, how do I know people can't get out? Because you can hear people yelling about how the doors don't open. I'm going to go over there to where the, the people are yelling about the doors okay. not opening. I don't, I'm not going to make you roll for this because you can... You can you can clearly hear these people yelling pretty yeah, loud. So I'm gonna try to open the I'm gonna try to like get the doors open. Okay. Roll for it. Can I tell how the doors are locked? Are they barred or are they like locked? Uh you feel around on the door, you're trying to check to see like how it's locked. Uh you don't feel like any kind of um like bar over the door. Why don't you roll brains for this then? Yeah, you're trying to tell how the doors are locked. We're going to put this pretty uh, pretty reasonable. We're going to put this at an 8. I got an, uh, a 12. It's 11 plus 1. I didn't explode. Great. Uh, so you succeed, but not impressively. So uh, you can tell that you, you shake the door a little bit. And like normally, if it were just like locked, like if just the handle were locked or maybe a deadbolt, uh, it would still like move pretty pretty easily. Uh, at least a little bit, some shaking would happen, but you 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 shake the door and you jiggle the handle, and no budging happens whatsoever. Um, so you think that either there must be like a heavy bar on the other side of the door, or perhaps there are other mechanisms within the door that are like like really causing it to to not budge. holding the hand of Meg. Perhaps you know that, perhaps you don't. Come with me, Christine. We shall find the exit and escape from this... this dark place. What? No, I'm not Christine! What are you talking about? Of course you're Christine. No, I'm not! I'm Meg! Meg? 
How could you be Meg? Well, I've always been Meg. Raul, is that you? Of course it is Raul. What? Why are you not Christine? I don't know how to answer that question. I just have never been Christine. Hmm. (laughs) Strange. Why are you not Christine? (laughs) I held out my hand for Christine in the dark, and I said, Christine, take my hand, and then for some reason you took my hand. Well, I got scared, and I just grabbed a hand. I'm sorry. Okay, okay, okay. Let's let's try to take a moment and think this out. Okay. Neither of us are Christine. No. Chris- Have you Chris- tried double Chris- checking? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm still not Christine. Dang it. <laughs> Neither am I. Mad. What? What about in your other hand? My other hand. Let me check. There's nothing there. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Ah, rats. Okay, careful. Um, You're not allowed to have this much chemistry with Meg. Like, that's... (laughs) Not not, not at this point. It's way too late for that. (laughs) Hey, the heart wants what the heart wants. (laughs) We. I've got it. Okay. Padota. Padota? Call out for Pad- Padota! 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 Roll. <laughs> what am I rolling? I think you make the argument for that. Yeah, you can tell me what you want to roll. I mean, can, can I persuade you with charm? You can. <laughs> All right, can I use charm? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll let you use charm. That was very charming. It worked against me. <laughs> good, good. What, That's what I wanted. What did I have? Um, do you remember, Daroga, what you were? I think it was a 12. Yeah, I'll put it in a 12 for you two then. And... <laughs> <laughs> Every time. 14. Oh, yes. You are so charming <laughs> that you're... Your voice just carries across <laughs> carries across the whole place and finds its way right into Daroga's ears. Pumpernickel! <laughs> I know it. Pumpernickel! Raul! Raul! Wait! Wait! Oui. It is Raul! I'm sorry, you can drop the yeah, we can drop the no name thing. I think that's I think the ship is sailing that. Do you know where Christine is? No, I thought I had Christine's hand, but it turned out to only be Meg. Not for nothing, I suppose. I, I didn't hold on anyone, so well done, son. Or, I mean, Raul. Are you my father? No, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not your father. Don't you, don't you know who your father... <sighs> I thought you were dead. <laughs> he, he probably is. This makes you the Count. <laughs> Philippe will be overjoyed and also devastated. What he, it seems like his life wouldn't change that. We, we don't have time to talk about this. He really enjoys the perks. But I still think he'd get the perk. No, never mind. We can't talk about this. We have to leave. We have to get lights on or something. We, oui. Hold on. I have an insider. Meg. Yes. Do you know where a light switch is? Uh, y- yeah. I, yeah, I do. It seems weird that you wouldn't have done it yet. Can you take <laughs> us to it? Yeah, I, I can. Uh, so we're over at the doors right now. Wait. Uh, I, there's a light switch really close to here, actually. And she starts, like, feeling against the wall with one I hand. She still has. She still has Raoul's hand in her other hand. Oh. Do you need both hands? No, no, no. I, I don't want to get separated. Okay. And Hold so to she, my hand. She's feeling... <laughs> she's feeling... I will feel with my free hand. Okay, okay. Me too. And she finds it. She finds a light switch, and she says, oh, here it is. And she clicks it. Ah, uh, nothing happens. Ah, oh, come on. Mad. Did you want that? <laughs> what? How silly would that be? I don't know. I thought it was pretty smart that he was like, hey, I've got an insider. I don't yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it does seem like his plan would not just be turn the light switch off, huh? <laughs> Eric I mean. has got all this, all this access to the electrics, and he's just like, just turn the light switch off. <laughs> That's it. No, Does no. anyone have a flashlight? Yeah, but it didn't seem stupid until now, and so it really hurts. 
Does anyone have a lighter? I, I have matches, but it's not going to do much good. I mean, it is better than looking around in the dark, maybe. Have we tried the other doors? There are other doors? Yeah. I am not from here. I cannot say if there are other doors or not. Yeah, there are. Do you know where they are? Yeah, let's let's keep going. And so she, okay. keeps, she keeps like patting the wall with one hand and walking. Daroga Steve, take my hand. Oh, I found one. Truly. Yeah. What? Does it open? She tries to open it. It doesn't open. Can someone else try? I will try. All right, Raul, roll for it. I will roll for it. What shall I roll? You. Brawn. Brawn. Are you? Yeah, tra- are you trying to brawn? force it open? Oh yeah. Well. Yes. Is this a thing we can both do? It is a thing you can both do. Wow, this is the first time we've been able to do this. Is there a mechanic for this? Can I can I try it myself first? Come on. <laughs> See if I'm a big strong boy. <laughs> I actually kind of like that. <laughs> I, okay, Daroga's like, okay. We're kind of in a hurry here, but all right. Stand back, Paco. I've got this. <laughs> God damn. Well, you're trying to push down a whole door. That seems pretty difficult to me. Maybe. Right? Sure. So we're going to put it at... Yeah, but it's not difficult to me, Ben. Ben? Yeah, I'm just saying. You can just... Wait, Daroga Ben? No. Ben. <laughs> Benjamin Gray. Just push down doors. I'm just saying. Just push... Did... What? <laughs> Is this a thing that happened? Did you break a door? I push I push doors in my life. I, pu- I push some doors. Down? <laughs> I, do- I, do- I push doors. I push... <laughs> I pushed a door or two in my, in my time. Uh-huh. Was it a pole door? <laughs> <laughs> you have a... What is what is your brawn? Twelve. Oh, dang it. <laughs> uh, do you not like... want us to get out of this? Like, what the hell? <laughs> what do you mean, ah, dang it? <laughs> You would just want us to stay in a dark room with screaming people forever? Listen, listen to me, Benjamin. Of course I want to get you to get out of this, but I'm looking at the difficulty rating, and I just can't put it lower than the third from the top. <coughs> well, okay. Put it lower third. I could explode. You never know. Nah, I, fe- yeah, I, fe- it's I feel explode. you. I feel you. I feel you, Jensi. I feel you. It's going to explode. Okay. We are going to put this. It, you, it's just you <laughs> trying to push down this, this whole door. Yeah. And it's, I mean, this is a, this is a very well-built opera house. It, we don't just have like, I don't it's know, shed old. doors here. <laughs> it's, it's going to be a 16. A 16? Yeah. Okay. Oof. All right. All right. Yeah. Here we go. <sighs> Deep breaths. Heart of the cards. <laughs> and. <laughs> Gen Z. Yes. What? Do you want to know what I rolled? What? Is it a 12? Do you want to roll? Is it, is it? Is it? It's just a ten. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so close! So close! So close! We, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do a help mechanic. Yeah, yeah. Because I step can up. step up. Because I'm the D, I'm the GM. Step up! You're you're the you're the you're the father that stepped up. I'm the GM now. Kids <laughs> on bikes. Yeah, kids on I'm bikes, and I'm gonna say. I'm here to make some. Some mechanics in a major way. You're a good father <laughs> to those kids on bikes. Thank you. Ah, <laughs> oh, the here is they do have a help mechanic. It says other players may also spend adversity tokens to help you with each token adding plus one to the roll. Oh. Though they must also narrate how their actions are also helping your cause. Would that get this us there? This is the GM's discretion. Discretion. Hmm? Description. <laughs> description. I have two. Would that get us there? <laughs> Uh, no. I had two at the time, so that would only get us to 14. Ah, uh, Meg is also going to help. <gasps> Meg has 18 adversity tokens. <laughs> it's been a hard knock life for Meg. <laughs> Meg has failed a lot in her time. She's pushed Aww, a few doors. That makes me sad for Meg. She's she pushed, <laughs> pushed a few pull doors. And, okay, so, um, yeah, we're, she's got two, she's got two adversity tokens. Yay. <gasps> If we all spend our adversity tokens, we can get it. Yeah. Get my power, and go so, <clears throat> so you're you're pushing on the door, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. also I'm also put, I'm I'm doing some cool now, a kick. I'm going to do a little kick there. 
I also and Meg is going to use her doors. her powerful dancer legs <laughs> to propel herself at the door as yeah, well. Yeah, like I'm I'm like I'm like kind of feebly oh. kicking at it, and then she does this like fucking Chun Li kick at it, and I'm like, damn, <laughs> holy shit! You see, I told you I could do it. Good job! And the door swings open, and oh, there is a light. <gasps> Sweet illumination. And this door leads to. So you're all in the foyer right now. This door leads to a hallway. <laughs> um, but Meg knows. Hey, this hallway leads to uh, in inside the theater. We just we need to get out of this building. Everyone, there is an open door no, here. Don't tell everyone. Oh, oh. everyone, come this way. <laughs> no. Well, he Sweet did it. freedom and escape. Ra- Ra- oh, no, and there is a horde of people who see see the light and they hear your voice and they are just stampeding. Now we will just wait here, and when Christine goes by us, we will find Christine. No, I, I like grab both of them and like, like try to drag them ahead of this like Lion King wildebeest, uh, <laughs> like like stampede coming toward us now. Why don't you roll for it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I think I am gonna make uh, oh flight. I can make a flight roll, right? You can. You are trying to escape. <laughs> Can I resist with my brawn? Alex, don't oh do that. Gosh. Alex, don't yes! resist. <laughs> yes. All right. So would this be an attacker and a defender type situation? I mean, what if, I mean, it would just like add to the difficulty, right? Yeah. So normally uh, you would be pretty well ahead of everyone and um, you could probably pretty easily do it. But since... Raul is actively resisting. We're gonna bump that up to a twelve. <laughs> okay, I, I can still do this pretty, pretty handily. Here we go. I got a seventeen. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, you I, really succeed then. Quite I'm, impressively. I'm like, I'm like Raul. No, I, she is not here anymore. Trust me. We are going to go find her, but we have to get out of here first. How would you know she is not here anymore? I am going to explain all of that. I promise. I have trusted you so far. I will trust you one more time. We need to leave, and we need to go to my apartment. Is Christine at your apartment? No, but we need to prepare. For Christine to get there? Just trust me. I already said I would trust you, yes. All all of this while I I guess I'm just, like, dragging. (laughs) Meg, are you coming? I... Well, I also want to help Christine. Come, then. Come with us. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, Wait, so... My brother, Philippe! Oh, snap. Philippe. Philippe. <gasps> okay, yeah. Uh, okay, all right. <clears throat> Call real loud and roll for it. Philippe! What are you rolling? I uh, Charm? <laughs> It's gonna be a twelve again. Let's just okay. keep it at a twelve. It's like a duck call. It's like a duck call, right? <laughs> That's why it's charm. I only got a three. Yeah. Wow. That's failing by nine. It, it's it's for the it's for the best. We do not need Philippe. <laughs> <laughs> but Philippe is my brother. Yes, and he'll be fine. Philippe is the count. He is the most important person here. <laughs> you are so much more impressive. Do you mean it? You are brave, and you are kind, and you are pretty strong. You can push doors all day. I can push doors. Okay. Okay. Let's stop dragging up the scene, and we'll go to your apartment. <laughs> all right. So, but I have to tell you about the yeah, consequences. Yeah, I, I stepped all over Jensie's like thing. Philippe is trampled to death. In the- <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It's not a disaster. It's not a disaster. Okay. But. But you do see him, and he is swept away by the crowd. Philippe, no! He's gone. He can't hear you. Um, But with the very good role, the flight role that uh, Daroga had, uh, he managed to not only get out ahead of the crowd, but find the side exit out of the opera. (gasps) I have a carriage. It would really be faster if we got a taxi, I think. I have two horses attached to this carriage. Cars are still faster than two horses. Ah, but cars have to obey traffic laws. I also 
I don't do. I don't think any of us here know how to drive a carriage. And I, if I'm not mistaken, your driver quit. I have a robot driver. He he has five other drivers. He had yeah. Six I had drivers. a driver drive me here. I can <laughs> I can see now that it would be faster if I just let you have your way. We come, Meg. We gotta go to my carriage. Okay. All right. So we all we all pile in. And I give the robot driver, I give Derek. Hello, my name is Derek Three. (laughs) Where would you like to go today? I give him my address. This address does not seem carriage friendly. It's just just an apartment in in Paris. Like, I'm sure it's carriage friendly. I will do my best. Giddy up. You are making your way through this this dark, stony hallway, um, still holding hands with this man. Spoiler alert, it's not Raul. It's not Raul. It's not Raul. It's not Raul. It's Gerard, my friend. It's it's your friend Gerard. Gerard. The friendly janitor, Gerard. (laughs) The completionist. (laughs) And... Uh, Gerard <laughs> um, says, oh, we're almost there, Christine. Just another moment. Oh, of course. I uh, Sure. Can I use, because uh, one of my strengths is intuitive. Can mm. I use an adversity token to ask a question about Gerard? <laughs> you can. Um, I just want to ask if this person means me harm. Mm. This is a complicated question. Well, this person does not mean you Harm. Well, harm mm-hmm. is such a complicated question. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. <clears throat> no. This person does not want to... When you say harm... <laughs> <laughs> like damages physical or emotional to my person. Physical? Probably not. Maybe emotional. (laughs) Not intentionally. Yes. Okay. That's exactly right. I was just about to say their intentions are not to cause you physical or emotional harm. Oh, there's Mm. like, there is no hostility, right? There is no hostility. Mm. Gotcha. All right. Sounds good. (laughs) It it doesn't though. It doesn't sound good. So you you do not, your intuition does not make you feel unsafe, but perhaps it's a good idea to be cautious. Um, lead the way. Uh, you do come upon, there is a, a faint light source, and you come to a door, and this door you have seen before. It looks like the door in the hallway when you went through the mirror Push and on found it. yourself in the room. Push on the door. <laughs> Look for the pull. light. Push it down. Pull. Push it. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he opens it, and a, a very warm light fills the area, and you do see uh, the room that you were in when you were kidnapped that one time. <laughs> I'm trying to say that delicately. <laughs> yeah, totally. With uh, um, and you can now see the person whose hand you're holding very clearly. Gerard! And it's not Gerard. It's not Gerard either? It's not Gerard either. <laughs> who could it be? Where did Gerard <laughs> go? Uh, the person who is holding your hand is dressed all in red with a red skull mask over his face. And a red cape, and you recognize this as the person who uh, interrupted the managers to mm. say that you were going to sing in his masterpiece. Mm. 
I, we shouldn't be down here. We should be making for an exit. Why did you bring me here? I'm, I'm sorry, Christine. I panicked. We have to stay here. And he pulls you inside and shuts the door. Unless you want to try to resist. I think I am going to resist. Because I want to be outside. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Can I? I mean, flight feels like the intuitive. If I'm trying to get break free and flee. He he is very fast and very strong. But what is your flight at? My flight is my D20. And I have the plus one. Okay, we're going to put it at a 14. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Huh. <laughs> uh, with the plus one, it's an eight. <laughs> okay, so let's take my adversity. <laughs> <laughs> that's a six. Okay. <laughs> right. So uh, what happens is, um, can you can you describe what you try to do? Um, I try and yank my arm back out of his grasp and just pivot and break for the door. Okay, so you do you do manage to pull your arm from his grasp, um, but he sees exactly what you're trying to do, um, and he slams the door shut, and uh, this angers him greatly. Christine, what are you trying to do? I we shouldn't be here. We should be helping everyone else escape. I need you to stay here. You're in. Uh, I said urine. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You, you did. did. You did say urine. You sure did. That's say another that. name for pee. <laughs> I'm sorry. We, we, need, we need a buzzer for that, like we did for the crits in the other series. <laughs> yeah, like, Jinzy said urine. Jinzy said urine. Please don't do that. <laughs> I, you're lucky, Jinzy. Today's your lucky day because I don't want to work that hard. Christine, you are in trouble. You are in danger. Your career depends on this. Do you understand? I I think the only one putting me in danger right now is you. In danger? Do you think that you're in danger right now? I would never hurt you, Christine. Then why are you keeping me here? I know that maybe you don't understand my plan, but I assure you I have a plan. If you go back to that theater with all of the other people, your life will be in danger. I need you to stay here with me for just a little longer. Uh, What? Who? Who? Why would my life be in danger? From who? From... Maybe not from who. And he kind of turns away. You can tell me. I... I just want to make sure that my friends are okay, that I'm not in danger. Roll charm. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a 10. It's a 10. Where's my 10? Okay. He is, <laughs> uh, he's pretty unhappy. He's, he's pretty upset at this point because you tried to leave him. We're going to put this at, we're going to put this at a 10. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. I do also have skill that charm, which I forgot the last time. Nice. <laughs> so I can add up to a plus three. Nice. Maybe. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is a one, so my rolls have been pretty astonishingly bad. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yes, oh. true. But I can add a plus three. <laughs> So, a four? So, four. <laughs> um, bad, but not a disaster. So, he he kind of uh, turns on you at this point, um, and he says, Christine, everything I do has been for you. Everything I do has been for you. You want to go back to that, that boy, that stupid, idiotic beacot. I know... That you have been seeing him, Christine. I know you went to his house, and I am trying to protect your career. I am trying to make you the biggest star that this opera has ever seen. And why do you keep betraying me? I, I'm sorry. I just wanted I he I just wanted to be safe. 
And I am telling you to trust me, Christine. If you stay here, you will be safe. If you go back into that opera house, you will die. If you say that I'm safe here, then I'll stay. He softens up a little bit and he says, Christine, you can trust me. You are safe with me. You are not safe with the others. I do trust you. Now, I have to get things ready and prepared. For tonight will be the biggest performance anyone has ever seen. Hello, my name is Aderic. Since I was let go from the DeShagney household, I have sought employment with the Roleplay Retcon podcast. They have deemed it necessary for me to read the break details. So, here we go. We would like to give a special thanks to Remick for playing Christine Daye my ex-girlfriend. She's known as Rim of the Realm on most social media. She's also part of the Abstract Adventures podcast, a weekly podcast where everything is rolled randomly, even the characters. Also, she's on the TTRPG stream Rolls Revamped, their current long-format game, The Sanguine Society, focuses on role-play and interpersonal relationships between a found family of paranormal beings and their hapless mortal companions. Find all of her stuff at beacons.ai backslash rim of the realm. We'll have a link for this in the episode description. The music on this series is by Kijin Church. They're everywhere you can get your music on the internet. Join the Roleplay Retcon Discord or its Patreon. I hear they do several crazy things there, like talk about bagels and what kind of things they think about when they think of Delaware. Links to both of these things are in the episode's description as well, and on their social media platforms. As part of their Patreon, they do a lot of cool things, like deleted scenes, bloopers, special bonus stuff made for just their patrons. Speaking of patrons, they would like to give a shout out to Roleplay Retcon patron Mike Myler. Shout out Mike Myler. If you get a chance, Derek would appreciate it if you left Roleplay Retcon a review. They like that sort of thing and it makes Derek smile. This episode was edited by Benjamin Gray and Benjamin Gray also did the sound design. It is a production of Two Fish of the Jug and is part of the Nerdsmith Network. Thank you for letting Derek do the break. Please do not fire Derek. Derek does not want to go back to the compactor. Bye! Let's move back over to the Daroga apartment then. <laughs> Can't believe I missed out seeing Daroga's apartment though. <laughs> well, let me tell you, there's not much to see. It is like describe it. It is like yeah, up, yeah. in it, detail. I would say it is almost upsettingly sparsely furnished and decorated. <laughs> like there is nothing here that is not like absolutely necessary to like living. Like there's a bed and like a chair. <laughs> and like maybe a table. Uh, a chair is pretty extravagant. There's, there's probably a TV, but like that's like there's Nintendo? just nothing here. Um, Dang. so no Nintendo. Is there a Nintendo? There is no Nintendo. Oh. Sega Dreamcast. Dang it. Well, that's not. 
that's only the twinkle in Yuji Naka's eye. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yuji Naka did not make the Dreamcast. I know that. Please do not at me. <laughs> at Ben. Get him. Drag him. I am going to say some things, and I apologize if you already know some of them, but they're all important. The last Shah of Iran was deposed in 1979, and the country became an Islamic Republic. I used to work for him, and I was very good at my job. The things I did for the Shah were often unspeakable, and I do not need to speak most of them now, but they were bad things. Work the Shah did not want to dirty his hands with. Work that weighs on me to this day. I live in fear of the shadow of the punishment for those things, the retribution from God or the universe or whatever for doing the things that I did. One thing the Shah occasionally had me do was kill someone he did not like. And one of these people was an architect named Eric. While tied to a chair in a soundproof room, he asked me my name. I told him I didn't have one anymore. He asked me for my job title. I told him that didn't exist either. So he smirked and called me Daroga, an archaic word that basically translates to police chief. I think he meant it as a jab, I'm sure, but it also sounded endearing in a way. He made a final request at gunpoint to sing a song, and I allowed him to. I don't even remember the song. It was from an opera, which he knew everything about and I knew nothing. But that song changed my life. It was beautiful. And I'll never really know why I did it. But I spared him. And we became close friends. Maybe more. Those last days of the Shah's reign. Those rosy hours in Mazandaran. Were the best of my life. But the time of the Shah's reign came to an end soon after. And we decided to make the best of the situation. If it requires precision, music, architecture, engineering, mathematics, then Eric can perform it with uncanny talent. Our combined expertise allowed us to empty the Shah's personal coffers and flee the country. But we had to separate. I promised to find him again, and I spent the last decade of my life tracking him down through scraps of clues until the trail ended at the Opera Garnier. Eric has Christine. I don't know what he plans to do with her, but I think his mental and emotional state has deteriorated since I ran. I want to believe it is innocent, but I think the possibility that he is planning something sinister is very real. He has spent years underneath the Opera House, crafting a dangerous lair. If we are to go on a mission to rescue Christine, we need to prepare ourselves. And he opens a drawer, and he takes out two revolvers. And he hands one to Meg, and he hands one to Raul. And he says, I don't think he'll harm me, but I, I'm sure he will try to harm both of you. So, do you know how to use one of these? We, oui, I believe you uh, pull the trigger like this, and then nope. Raul okay. pulls the trigger. <laughs> well, fortunately, it's not loaded, because I don't keep loaded guns around. Mine appears to be broken. Listen, I, I also don't know how to use them, and I'm scared of them. Meg, would you like two revolvers? This one that seems no, to be broken. No, you both must have a revolver. It doesn't matter if you don't shoot it. You have to hold it, though. I mean, I have my sword, and I pull it out. Schwing! Eric is skilled in a weapon called the Punjab Lasso. We used to train with it together. I, I believe you just made that word up. <laughs> I promise I didn't. It is centuries old. What does it look like? Well, it does look like a rodeo lasso, honestly, with a different knot. But whereas rodeo lassos are meant for capture, the Punjab lasso is meant to go around your neck and snap your neck immediately. Ugh. So he has a rope? <laughs> in Eric's hands, it is ten times more deadly than a revolver in Meg's hands. Your, yours doesn't have any bullets in it. Well, I I think if he has a rope, a sword would be very good against a a rope. The only defense against the Punjab lasso is a revolver held at the level of your eyes. 
if the if the rope gets around your neck, it it will sense your arms next to your neck so that it does not snap you immediately. You will be incapacitated, however. I mean, I could hold the sword up, and it would do the same thing. <laughs> and then I would be able to cut the rope with the sword. <laughs> well, I would not be able to cut the rope with the revolver. You, you see what I'm saying to you? All right, give me your gun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's broken anyways. You can have it. Can I have a sword, too? I only have the one sword. I, I apologize. Yeah, I don't keep swords because it's a ridiculous weapon. I will show you a ridiculous weapon. All right. Uh, Raul, <laughs> do you have a scabbard on your sword? <laughs> do I have a scabbard for my... my uh, all right. All right. Yeah, of course I have okay. a, a can scabbard. You, can you show me <laughs> holding your sword at the level of your eyes with it still in its scabbard? Why would I keep it in my scabbard if I'm going to be fighting a rope man? <laughs> <laughs> All right. As usual, I see you are just going to go your own way and not listen to me. But I'm trying to learn to trust you a little more. But, Meg, you should carry the revolver, even if you don't shoot it. Because you can shoot the rope with a gun. <laughs> the point is not to shoot the rope. The point is not even to shoot Eric. Although, I... Understand it may come to that. You need to know something. Calculus. Tell me how you feel about Christine. Truly, I think Christine is very attractive. We get along very well. I have known them for a brief time when we were children. Not so long since since I've met her again. But I, I, I shy away from calling it love. Okay, well, but maybe. I love Eric. So why do you want to shoot him? I don't. That's what I'm telling you. It, I cannot defend the things that Eric has done, and I m am starting to think that I may have built Eric up in my head as something he is not. But I will not harm him. But I also won't stop you. Are we ready? Show me again. Level of your eyes. Hey. Does that. Good. Meg, Good. Meg does that too. Good. If your arm gets tired, make a tripod with your elbow like this, and I show them. Oh, that's smart. Not even ten opera ghosts could keep me from Christine. Christine.